Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Interact Studio. Thank you so much for coming. We, uh, oh, happy uh, birthday as well. Today's guests are two of my most favorite people in the world, not just because they are uh, members of the Interact Studio family, but because they're just awesome human beings, and I'm really glad to share them with you. Before we get started, I'd like to just lay a foundation with you about the value of an authentic conversation. We're going to revisit some of the classics today because that's how the best get better is that they revisit the classics and they more, more soulfully embrace what Jess and Porter are going to share with you today. And what we talk a lot about at Interact Studio is your authentic style, your authentic expression, your authentic conversation. So to be more successful in business and in life, really, you put value uh, out, you attract connections, you make relationships, you build those relationships into friendships. And the quality of what you say and the value that you offer is true, whether you're online, offline, uh, or wherever you are, friends, family, so the attitude that you bring is so powerful. You know, Jess and Porter and I talk a lot about the magic of authenticity. People really today are looking for something real. They come in the room looking for something real. And this is light years beyond, you know, the old idea of advertising is that the experience of something authentic that is true to itself, that takes care of its friends, your friends, by providing value that helps folks manage their world better. Um, that is only everything. Now, speaking of Jess and Porter, I have, um, you know, these, these two people are precious to me. Jess Barilla is creative director at Interact Studio, and she's also uh, director of brand at WCCB TV here in Charlotte. Uh, and if that's not enough, Jess is co-owner of the dance-inspired fitness company known as the Jam Charlotte. And I bet you there are some Jam Fam folks in the house. So um, hello. Porter Metzler is director of social media, not only for Interact Studio, but also Charlotte is creative. Uh, you know, the Producers, our, our friends, our family, Matt and Tim, producers of Creative Morning and also uh, the Must Read Biscuit newsletter. You know, Porter uh, not only has a communications degree, and he trained at Disney World, but beyond that, he has uh, an unworldly intuition about strategy. And we always say that uh, when he speaks, you should listen. Same is true of Jess. So with that, I'll turn it over to Jess and you can get rolling. All right. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We're going to hop on into learning about personal branding and some of the secrets you should know that will keep you and your brand relevant and consistent. All right. So who are you? That's a, it's a pretty basic question, but it's essential to developing a personal brand. You can't be anybody else. You got to be you. You can be inspired by brands you like and people you like, but you got to be you. So 
think about what your talents are. What do you offer people? What's, you know, what do your friends always say? Oh, you're always so good at this. You're the, you're the creative one. You're the, the funny writer. Uh, so think about those talents. Uh, think about your values. What do you value? What is a deal breaker for you? Um, you know, maybe you're, you're big on sustainability. Maybe you're, you're big on politics. Think about the things that are the core beliefs of, of what inspires you each day and the deal breakers. Because even if something seems to be trendy or cool online, it doesn't mean you need to lean into it if it's not your lane. Stay in your lane, stay true to your values. What do you deliver? So this is different for everybody. So, you know, with the Jam Charlotte, as Lou mentioned, we deliver a service. You want to come dance at our class. So we deliver a lot more than that. But at the end of the day, we want you to just come dance. Um, but maybe you're, you know, a marketing professional and you want to help people build their brand. So think about what is a service or product that you are supplying to the people you're trying to talk to. And then always keep in mind your backstory because everyone's is different and we're doing a lot nowadays to make sure that there's a lot of different backstories, diversity, inclusion in companies. And it's important to think, you know, what's your own unique viewpoint? How does that, how does that inform who you are every day? Um, and how does that make you different from another person who might be doing something similar? So all of these will help you determine your brand voice. Now, who are you talking to? That is equally as important as who you are. Because um, if you are selling, say you're um, in the market selling something that uh, like at WCCB, our morning show, we, we are often speaking to a mother uh, of a certain age at home. Um, so there are going to be stories that fit that audience. There will be stories that do not. So you want to think, who is the persona of the person you are talking to? What do they like to do? Where are they shopping? What are they, where are they going to eat? If they're in Charlotte, what, what are some of the activities they are doing? And, and think about how they would then interact with your brand. So you want to think about that person and then think of it as a tribe and know your tribe. With the Jam Charlotte, again, we know our tribe. We're a very diverse bunch of people. Um, you know, we know that we're into Beyonce, Lizzo, Todrick Hall, a lot of the, you know, fun club songs from back in the early 2000s. We know we're of like a certain age, a certain mindset, a, a certain political viewpoint. Learn the what the factors are of your audience, uh, the things that make your tribe tick and speak to those. And, and always remember to keep that in your mind, because if you continue to speak to those qualities, you'll continue to build that authentic relationship and that builds brand loyalty. So what's the best way to get your message across to your ta target audience? If you are somebody who is um, doing more blog style commenting um, on social issues and stuff, probably like a Twitter platform is going to be better. And Porter can definitely dive into some of that. But you want to think like, you know, how am I going to get this message across to the people and where can I find them? So if you're a food blogger and you're taking lots of beautiful pictures of food, probably Twitter isn't your thing. You're probably not going to do LinkedIn for that. So find where your people are and, and focus your messaging there. So why you? Um, this is a huge message, and I'd like to credit my friend Brittany Whitlock of Big Mood Digital uh, for hammering this home in my mind, but it's a very important message. Um, it's the core of, of anything that you are trying to put out there is why you, what differentiates you? 
Um, what problem are you solving for people? So you want people to think like, well, if I could come to anybody to learn how to do um, dance fitness, if there's like four in Charlotte, why would I go to the Jam Charlotte? Um, well, the Jam Charlotte is different because we offer a different type of environment. It's a different inclusive. We're not hyper-focused on fitness, more on wellness and, and happiness. So if you're like, I'm a little afraid to do stuff, then we're probably more for you than a class where it's like, we're a bunch of people who have a lot of years of experience if you're a newbie. So you want to think, what is that differentiating factor that is appealing to the people you're talking to and hammer that home? And always be clear on the problem you're solving. Don't assume that people will click on your website or on your social media and just know that, that that's what you're doing. You want to just spell it out for you, spell it out for people so that they are it's easily answered um, and they'll think, oh, okay, well, I'm going to continue to follow this brand and see how they can help me solve my problem. Now let's apply this visually because if you got a great brand, you got to get it out there. So the keys to establishing a strong brand to me are less is more, consistency, and repetition. So less is more. Think of like Coco Chanel. When she'd leave the house, she'd always take off one thing and she's very elegant that way. So think of that when you are going crazy with all the cool new fonts that you see on Adobe and all the colors and brand schemes, no, no, let's just pick like one to two fonts to represent your brand. Um, my boss at WCCB always says, let's not be fontalicious. Uh, it's fun if you're doing something that's a specifically a font heavy project where you want to create art that's fun, go for it. But for your brand, you wanna have a, a font that fits your brand, a font that fits your brand voice and, and keep it simple. Pick one to two colors that fit your tone of what you're selling. You're not gonna wanna do neon bright, crazy colors if you are like a brand celebrating Earth Day. Um, think of more natural muted tones. There's a ton of resources online that can help you with that. And keep your copy concise. We're all busy and we all have short attention spans. We don't have all this time to read oodles and oodles and oodles of copy points. Consistency. So stick with those things you've determined. Those You want to stick with those fonts. You want to stick with that brand voice. And you want to stick with the, that color palette. Um, and remember to talk to that tribe. Hammer it back in. Answer the question of why you and all the things that you do. Keep that forefront of all your content. Uh, keep those, those font and color choices consistent. If you pick a blue, pick a specific blue. If you pick a, a, a bold font, pick it, always use that bold font. If you look at the GM Charlotte, we are all black and white. We use one font. It's all capitalized. It's all uh, it's all bold. And if you um, watch us during Pride Week, that's the only time we use full color in all our imagery. Uh, we pick one special color each quarter. Um, and that is just the way that we keep our brand consistent. And repetition is key. So just when you think you are sick of your style, remember somebody has just discovered it. So I get very, sometimes I'm like, I took a great picture of the jam and it is in color and I would like to use it. And I'll use it on the story or something, but we are in black and white. And there's always somebody who's newly adding us on Instagram and Facebook. And even though I'm tired of it, I try to remember that people expect that of us. That is what they know to look for us. They know that our brand style is that. They, when they see it, they know it's the jam Charlotte. And uh, you wanna, you just wanna keep repeating it even if it gets boring. And so 
you can always revise your brand, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise doing that very frequently. Um, you can refresh, relaunch, but keep that messaging consistent because it takes a while to build an audience and it is noisy out there. So repeat yourself. You just have to repeat yourself. That's why when you think, oh, I've heard that commercial a hundred times, you heard it though. And you probably missed a bunch of other ones. It can be annoying, but you'll remember the jingle from that commercial over one that didn't play very much. So keep repeating yourself. Now I'm gonna pass it off to Porter so we can apply this nice brand we have created to the appropriate social media platforms. Thank you, Jess. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing good. Um, when I was thinking about what to talk about for this, I wanted to just really nail into the high level things that we need to be thinking of when we think of social media. So I want everyone to take 20 seconds and just think, what is the most important thing when it comes to social media? If you can only do one thing, what's the most important thing? Just think for a second and then I will let you know the correct answer in just a second. Okay, you got it. The most important thing is to have social media accounts. You might think, well, duh, that's what we're doing, but you would be shocked at how many people do not have social media accounts. You'll go, you'll hear about a fun new restaurant. I have a restaurant right around the block. They don't have any social media accounts. They don't have a website and they just opened a year ago. How am I going to find out anything about you besides coming in? And in today's day, in today's day and age, people want to see what you're about before they really come experience you. So just have those social media accounts. It's 2021. It's not a new, exciting thing anymore. Social media has been around for 15 to 20 years. The internet's been around for 40 years at this point. It's time to get on it, even if you might be scared of it. Um, and remember to use them. There's some people that have social media and they haven't posted in a year, in two years, in a month. Um, and that's been really hard, especially with COVID. Everyone's at home and they're let's say you want to order something from a restaurant you go check a restaurant and you see that they haven't posted in six months. Well, you might think, oh, maybe they went out of business, but actually they're there wondering why no one's coming to their restaurant. And it's because we think you closed, like, let us know you're open. Let us know you're here and we'll come help you out. And uh, another thing that I always bring up is social media is harder than you think. A lot of people, there's become this meme out there that, Social media accounts are run by interns. Social media accounts are not run by interns. They're run by people that know what they're doing and are good at what they do, have degrees in it, but don't let that intimidate you because it's also a lot easier than you think. There's some people that won't even touch social media because they just don't get it. They don't wanna get it. Technology scares them. It's not that hard. It's not scary. It's meant to be fun. You just get in there, have fun, mess with it, see how it is. Don't just, don't get discouraged if you post something and it doesn't do that well, tomorrow's a new day, tomorrow's a new post. The internet has really short attention spans. So as long as you aren't doing something inappropriate, people will forget that you did a post that didn't do that well. So just keep trying. Next, know what platforms are right for your brand. Just talked about this a little bit. Um, you need to know who your audience is and what those demographics are then you need to figure out where those people are. If you're a law firm and your target demographic is in their forties, probably don't be on TikTok because they're not there. Probably be on LinkedIn, maybe on Facebook. Instagram might be good, but 
if you're a law firm, you might not have much visually interesting things to show off. So, but if you're a photographer, you definitely want to be on Instagram. You probably want to be on TikTok if you're good at making films, but Twitter and Facebook and, and LinkedIn really aren't that good of a place to share pictures. So just think about where you want to be, who you want and find where those people are. But also you can make any platform work for you. Uh, going back to my example about TikTok and a law firm might not want to be on there. There's all kinds of different subsets of TikTok where there might be people making videos on business tips, finance tips, et cetera. And they are, they're packaging their brand that might not necessarily usually fit on a platform like that. And they're making it fun. They're making it accessible and they're making it fit for them. So you can always think of a fun, creative way to make something fit for you. Next, have a plan. This helps so much. Just sit down at the beginning of every week, beginning of every month, think about what you want to do that week, what you want to do that month. Come up with a content calendar, come up with a content plan, but be willing to differentiate from that plan. It's nice to have things set, but you don't want anything set in stone. For example, um, I'm not going to give a specific example, but if you look at the Raiders uh, Twitter account, you might realize that they should have paused their social media plans last night after the Derek Chauvin um, guilty verdict. There's some things going on there that is a really bad look for them. So you want to be willing to, to mix your plans up. You want to know what's going on in the world, know how things are going and adjust accordingly. It's okay. You don't have to post every day. You can take a day off. You can take a break and reassess. Um, a good place to figure out your content calendar is what I call hashtag holidays where it's holidays that you've never heard of, you've never heard anyone ever talk about, but you go on Twitter and it's happy international second siblings day, read a book to your cousin hour, something like that, something really long, something crazy, whatever. Um, but it's a good way. There's websites that have all these different hashtag holidays, all these different national holidays listed out. And it's just a good way to get your mind rolling, get the ball rolling on what kind of content you might want to come up with. So don't, don't do a different holiday every day, but just use that as a leaping off point. Um, for example, er, earlier this week, it was um, National Hanging Out Day. And you might think that's like, oh, hang out with your friends. No, National Hanging Out Day was a holiday that's made to encourage people to hang out their laundry on clotheslines. Why that's a holiday, I have no idea. But Charlotte is Creative, one of our friends in the community is uh, Andre Andrea Downs, and she runs um, Airing Out the Dirty Laundry, which is an art installation where women and female identifying individuals come and they kind of, it's a therapeutic, cathartic way for them to kind of deal with their trauma where they write down things on pieces of clothes, pieces of laundry, and they hang it up. And these art installations are all these clothes hanging up on clotheslines. And I thought that might be a fun way to highlight Andrea and the cool stuff she's doing in Charlotte. And I just got that idea from a random little hashtag holiday. And another example, today's Earth Day. You know, use, use the holidays that are happening. Earth Day is a great way to do it. Um, and then for your plan, experiment with the times you're posting, experiment with the content you're posting. It's not always going to work. And some days it that work, something, something that worked today might not work tomorrow. Something that worked last week might not work today. Um, I, my, my girlfriend might disagree. She's a legitimate scientist. Like her job is scientist, but I would say that social media is a science. 
and it's all about experimenting and you're putting in different ingredients, you're seeing what's happening and you're going to get different results every day. Um, I think she might be able to hear me downstairs and she's probably mad that I called social media science, but that's how I feel. <laughs> all right. Next, you want to tell a story. Even a one sentence post can tell a story. If you tie it in with the visuals, you tie it in with your short caption, you can, you can conjure up a story in someone's mind. Like, um, I wish I came up with an example before I started talking to y'all, but I mean, just look out there, any tweet, one sentence, and you'll see a good story in those. Um, and then think about the visual you're using. You can tell a picture, you can tell a story with just a picture. I mean, if you've seen any of the photography from the awesome photographers in Charlotte, you know that they can tell a compelling visual story. So it's just where you, where you want to be, what kind of story you want to tell. And ultimately you want to add value to your audience's life. So with this story, you want to inform, you want to engage with them. You want to teach them something like my least favorite posts are when a company goes on and they're like, our hours are nine to five. Okay, great. I could have Googled that. I, I didn't need to see that on a social media post. Like, tell me about your company. Tell me why I need to come to your company. Tell me what you do. Tell me a fun fact about the receptionist. Just tell me something to get me involved, to create a deeper connection with your brand. And then don't always tell the full story. If you have a blog, if you have a website and you want to direct people to your website, to your blog, just give them a teaser, give them just enough information for them to go, oh, I want to go from this post to your website. Because if you tell them everything right there, you're not going to get that further traffic. You're not going to pull them further into your brand. So just keep that in mind when you're coming up with your copy. And then next, collaborate. If you find another brand that has similar values to you, it's an awesome, awesome thing to work together with them. You can create double the content in half the time. You can use each other's audiences. You can basically just expand your reach as far as you want to. Um, if, if someone's doing something similar to you, uh, at Charlotte's Creative, we always get upset because we'll see creatives butting heads. We'll see them not wanting to work together. They're like, oh, well, I do, I do sculpture. I do sculpture. Like I want to do sculpt. It's like do sculpture together, make something awesome, make something only that you two can make together. And then both your audiences see those things. Do that with your social media platforms. Come up with content that only you and another brand that you like that might want to work with you that only you two can make. Next, social media is social. That might sound dumb, but that's what it is. You have to engage with your audience. You have to have a conversation. Um, I like to say that social media isn't a billboard. When you're driving around town and you see billboards advertising Arby's exit 284, okay, cool. But if you go on Twitter and you see the Arby's Twitter account, they're engaging with everyone in their comments. They're pulling in people to their company. They're having a conversation. If you're having a conversation with someone, people are going to want to conversate back with you. They're going to want to have your product. They're going to want to use your service. They're going to go, oh, this, this company cares that I'm commenting on this thing. This company cares that I want to engage with them because they're engaging back with me. And social media is the only form of advertising that you can get real-time feedback. 
People can tell you how they feel about your product right then and there, and you can see it and you can talk with them. Someone sees a billboard, someone sees a commercial. You don't know what they're thinking unless you do a focus group and who has time to do a focus group? <laughs> so just make sure you're in the comments, make sure you're talking with people and make sure you're having a conversation on social media. It's not all about you, it's about your audience too. All right, and my most important tip is to have fun. It's really not that serious. Social media will never be that serious. It's meant to be fun. It's posting pictures, it's writing words, it's using emojis. Just have fun with it. And that's all I really have to say about that. And then finally, um, if anyone has any questions for me and Jess, we'd be more than happy to answer them. Um, I'm gonna pull out of the sharing screen and we'll just all be in here together if y'all wanna talk. We do have a bunch, Porter, a lot for you. Lou, do you wanna take that away? Either way, you you can, or or I will. Uh, I will. I'll help you, Porter. Okay, lotta for you. Okay. And uh, but let me let me preface it by uh, saying that I don't know everything, so if I don't know the answer to your question, I'm sorry. Yes, he does. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. Jess might know okay. it too. <laughs> we yeah, together we will collaborate and we'll expand our reach to you guys. All right, so. Um, from Gretchen from Healing Vine Harbor. How do you, how often do you suggest organizations post on social media? Um, I think starting out, if you're trying to find your footing, a good way to start is do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You might see that that's too much. You might see that that's not enough. Um, for Interact, I usually post two to three times a week. For Charlotte's Creative, we post 15 to 20 times a week. It really just depends on what you have to say, who you're saying it to, um, and then the specific time of those days. Look at your audience. If, if your target demographic is 18-year-olds, don't post at 9 a.m. They're not awake. You know, post in the evening. If, if you're a restaurant and you want people to come eat lunch at your spot, don't post about lunch at 3 o'clock. Post about lunch at 9 a.m., People see it, they get hungry, then they want to come to you. So just think about what you have to offer and what time and what day suits that audience. How do you feel about posting the same thing across multiple platforms? Now, I would say repetition is key and consistency. What do you say, Porter? Um, at, my, at one of my old uh, marketing firms I worked at, uh, they never wanted us to post the same thing on the same day across all of our channels. I always thought that was stupid. Because our, I mean, to be frank, I thought it was kind of stupid because our social media audience is different from our Instagram audience and our Instagram audience is different from our Twitter audience. So just because it's on Instagram doesn't mean the people over here saw it. So like just said, I think repetition is key. I don't think it hurts you to share those things across all your platforms. Um, there's a lot of marketers out there that would disagree with me, but I've been doing that for three years and I think I've done pretty well at doing that. So you, like I said before, you have to experiment and see what works for you. Um, do you how much time do you spend on social media each day? Is there a magic number? Is there too long? There's too um, long. <laughs> well, considering it's my my job, it's kind of a hard uh, metric to give you. My my iPhone gives me a screen time update every day, and I hate it. It says that I look at my phone an average of like ten and a half hours a day, <laughs> and it's melting my brain. But um, if you're just starting out, if you're just doing it yourself, spend 
30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the evening. You don't need to be on there all day. Like I said, engaging with your audience, you don't need to give them an immediate response. You can, you can message back later in the day. Just make sure you're checking it every day. Um, you don't have to post every day, but I, I think it's better to front load thinking about what you want to post and that'll reduce your time of actually posting and making, con if you make all that content beforehand, it makes your week and your month a little bit easier. So yeah. Yeah. Um, another question. This one's a bit more for me from Wheela. A question for Jess. She sees a lot of the about me sections on websites that do too much when it, it's somebody's promoting their personal brand. So would you say when defining your backstory, do you feel it's more important to show your experience with what you're talking about, um, like your subject matter or you're an expert because you studied it, or is it more important to share your why? Um, I would say for your backstory, it's a mix. So you want to you want to kind of transition from what has inspired you into this career, um, but adding some, if you have a kind of a quirky brand, show that personality. And on my about me, I'm, I have, I have it up here. Um, uh, I live with my teenage turtle ninja. <laughs> that is irrelevant, but it shows that it's a little bit wonky and weird, which I am. Um, so I think it's important to show the seriousness of like, I was inspired to do this because of this past path in my life to your story arc of how you got to there and what what you do provide and, and problems you solve for people and why I choose you, um, but have a little fun with it too. Just think of it as a mini story about yourself with the beginning, middle and end. Um, and and again, keep that why you, and I see Brittany's here. Brittany, why you? We gotta keep your why you in the forefront of why you're, of everything you're answering in your content when it comes to your branding and landing pages. Um, are there any more questions? I think we got them all and it's 1131. If anyone has anybody else or anyone has any other questions, I'm fine to answer a couple more. Anyone, anyone? Or you can find us at Jessica Barilla on Instagram and at, what's your handle uh, Porter? I think it's Porter Metzler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know, I know all the, the brands that I run, but I'm, I'm not good at managing my own. <laughs> uh, well, you know, what we will do is in our follow-up, I will send you a recording of the, the program, but we'll also give you the contact information for Jess and Porter so you can send them uh, any additional questions you have. I think they'd probably be willing to field those for you, but gosh, thank you so much, guys. Uh, I always learn something from these folks. Coming up on May 6th, uh, just as a heads up, we have Charles Thomas from the Knight Foundation, and Charles is going to talk about the West End of Charlotte and his vision for that and how it is being revitalized as a neighborhood to thrive uh, and offer folks a, a rich community. I look for, again, our follow-up. Feel free to share that video with folks. Do something loving for your planet today. And anything closing in, in thoughts there, Porter, that you wanted to say as a final takeaway or Jess? Um, I'd like to reiterate the last slide of my, my part where I just said, have fun. Yeah. It's truly just about having fun. It's get out there, spend, spend 30 minutes a day. Just think of something clever. Think of something creative, take a picture. I mean, it's, 
it'd be a nice way to start your morning, just creating something for yourself, for your brand. So yeah, just have fun with it. Yeah. And you know, I concur. Putting yourself into it. I mean, we've had this conversation, Jess, about just the, the magic of a brand that is true to itself. And isn't that just exactly what all of us in life are about? You know, to be yourself and to put your heart into it. To, I, I had a friend used to say, give away awesome for free. And so why don't you do that today? We love you guys and we'll see you on May 6th. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.